0: Guys, I'm <clears throat> I'm so excited uh, about what I believe God's going to do in our church this year, yeah. and, and you're going to hear from me over the next three weeks uh, what I feel like God's going to do at Life Point this year. Uh, but I, I just wanted to kick this deal off uh, with, with this one one thing I wanted to share from my heart. Uh, I go away every year and uh, and I spend about five days alone by myself and just wrestle with God about what's going to happen over the next next 12 months at our church and what he wants to do in our church, what he wants to do in me. I usually think I'm going away to work on church stuff and then God winds up working on Dwayne. Does that make sense? And uh, this past November, I was, I was in a cabin uh, up, up in the North Georgia mountains and I, I sat down, had my Bible out, had my computer out, and I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of wrestling with what's going on what what God wants us to do this year, and these three words just jumped off, off the page I was I was writing on, and it was best year ever. And I was like, Wow, God, what? Are, you mean you mean financially we're gonna have the, the best year ever? And I'd hear best year. Ever so we're gonna have more people than we've we've ever had and best year ever. So I I don't know what that looks like, but I do know I heard from the Lord, and so as I'm wrestling with God, anybody know what that means? Have you ever wrestled with God? That's I lose. But you win. I, I was asking the Lord for one word. Lord, just, just one word to carry me through this year that, that you want from Dwayne. And so I, I'm over the next three weeks, I'm going to tell you what I, I believe God wants from our church and where we're going. But today, I, I wanted to share with you what I think God wants from Dwayne. And maybe one or two of you might join me in this journey. I said, God, what? what's one word? And it, Has God ever gone silent on any of you? That feels great, doesn't it? Isn't that awesome when you're just like, when you're praying and you're like, you know, is it, are you hearing me? Or I'm like, God, I, just, just one word, because I always see people that would uh, say, well, my word for the year is, and I thought, well, that would be cool to have a word for, I'm like, God, give me a word. I wanted something profound and something revelation, some deep word. And I I got one word, but it it came inside of a scripture. Can I read it to you? Um, It's it's a very familiar passage. Um, If you're a King James person, uh, James chapter 4, verse 8 says, Draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. But I was reading in my New Living Translation, and it reads it this way. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. So my word is close. I I, I want... Some of you have been following the Lord for a long time, and this will make sense to you. The closer you get, the more of Him you want. The way back a long time ago, we used to sing a song: "The longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows." And that's I've, I found that to be true. And so, what Dwayne's going to do? You know, I, I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to get closer to God than I've ever been. And I want to tell you how you can can join me in that. The first thing you can do, and I was so pleased when I got those connection cards back last week when we talked about our 21-day fast. The first thing you can do is join me in this fast starting this evening. If you've never set aside a time to fast and pray, you have no idea the closeness that follows a time of fasting and prayer. So I'm not going to read, you know, redo last week. If you want to join us on a Daniel fast, you can do that. If you want to join us on an, on a, a juice fast or if you want to set aside a meal a day, I, I, I really don't care what you do. I asked you last week to pray and ask the Lord what he would have you do, but that you do. Everybody does something. Everybody can't go as as radical as some of the other ones will, but you. everybody can do something. And that whatever time you set aside to fast, you pray. Seek the Lord. Call on His name and draw close to Him. The second thing I'm going to challenge you to do um, I, people call me a techie because I like techie stuff. And, and I do, I don't apologize for that. Um, but so. Someone challenged me with something, I'm going to challenge you with it. Um, how many use a device to read your Bible? Don't, don't, I'm not, because I, I do too. I'm not, I'm not beating you up over that. I'll tell you what i will going to do for, for, for 21 days. And maybe this is weird. I don't know. But here's what I'm learning is that all I can do with this is read the Bible. I can do a whole bunch of stuff with my phone and my iPad. I, I can be in the middle of a, of, a, of a passage, and my text message goes off. Guess what? Ha- guess what where my mind goes. I can get that da-da-da, da-da-da, ESPN <laughs> notification. Guess where my mind goes. So for 21 days, you know what? I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'll use my computer to study, but when, I, when it's time for Dwayne to read, I'm going I'm to get old school and open this book. So, w- however you do it, open your Bible. If that's on a device, so be it. If it's on, open your Bible. Over these next 21 days, let's get close to God because how many understand this is His breath? Yeah. This, this isn't a book. This is the breath of God. And He'll speak to you. And He'll breathe life into you if you'll go to the trouble of opening this book on a regular basis. How many know that to be true? Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, Here's what we're going to do. Over the next few minutes, you're going to hear from several of our ministry leaders. And they're going to share with you their heartbeat uh, of what they believe God's going to do. Before they come, here's what I want you to do. I want you to just focus on one passage of Scripture with me. I I know when you open your bulletin, you're like, well, that doesn't look right. Because I've usually got all kinds of stuff over here. Well, today you just got white space. Because here's what's going to happen. Somewhere today, God's going to jump on your heart about a particular ministry that you need to get involved in. You need to write that down. You need to write the ministry leader's name down so you can contact them and get involved in what they're doing. Before I go any further, I want to tell you this. We got a phone call yesterday. Some of y'all, most of y'all know Clint and Angie Banks. Are, they lead our New Life Addiction Ministry. And and she called us in tears because she wasn't going to be able to be here today. But you know why she's not going to be able to be here today? Because they're getting a guy in, into Victory Home today. Had to have him there by 1 o'clock. That is an un- unbelievable answer to prayer that he turned back and w- wanted help. And she's like, I, I, I feel like I'm supposed to take him. I'm like, take him. That's what you're called to do. Get the kid some help. You know? And uh, so you'll hear from them next week. Is that all right? Well, you're going to anyway, if it's okay or not. Anyway, I, I want to share this passage with you. Uh, I, I feel like this should be the, uh, the overarching thought of the day. Uh, The book of Isaiah says, it's in in your bulletin. It's not on the screen, it's in the bulletin. God told the children of Israel, forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For what? For I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I'll make a pathway through the wilderness. I'll create rivers in a dry wasteland. Amen. Will you receive that with me? Amen. Amen. The first person you're going to hear from is our associate pastor, Matthew Robertson. Give him some love.
1: Hey guys, how y'all doing? Listen to me, I sound southern. How y'all doing? Yeah, it is so good to see you guys. It's weird to be number one up here, the first guy to go down, you know, first guy to go and face the flame, as it were. (laughs) Um, Because... When it comes to terms of ministries, I don't have a ministry per se. Like, I'm, I am not head of the music ministry. I'm not head of the children's ministry. My ministry is more of, of an oversight kind of ministry. And I said that earlier, and Dwayne kind of blanched at me when I said it. But really, it's my job to be a backup for Dwayne in case something happens to him, to know everything that's going on. And to, to be able to keep things running until he can get back on his feet. And it's also my job to see how the other different ministries are working together. What's working, what's not working. My job basically is to be a second set of eyes and ears for Dwayne as to how the church is doing, how we're handling things, what's working, what's not working. That is the extent of my ministry, and that's why I always attend the leadership meetings that we have where we decide things like the budget, where money's going to go, how things are going to get spent, how are we going to deal with problems. I always attend those. And, of course, because I am in the pastoral ministry, uh, I also attend the pastoral um, meetings as well. And i got to tell you this, that over the past year or so, I have seen God do amazing things in this church. We're shaking things up in a way that hasn't been done in a long time. Um Some people are moving into a different area of ministry Things are opening up that have been closed before I see God moving the pieces into place One piece at a time Until he's brought us to this point Um, In terms of what you can do to help me How many of you went through the 40 days of prayer Just, just, Just a month or so ago How many of you went through that Did you guys enjoy it? I really got a lot out of that I gotta be honest with you, I didn't really understand the importance of consistency in prayer, praying for the same thing over and over and over to let God know how passionate you are about it, how you feel in your heart. I always felt that, you know, God's omnipotent, he knows everything, he knows my needs. If I tell him about it, he's God. I told him the problem, he will solve it in his own time. I didn't understand the importance. I'm just gonna sit down for a second. I didn't understand the importance of praying consistently. What I would like for you guys to do, the one thing you could help me to do, pray for the church consistently. Pray for revival. Revival is a wonderful thing. But this is my prayer this year, and I'm going to pray it every day. I'm going to pray that God will send the people and the resources that we need in order to fulfill the purpose that he has put Life Point Church in Loganville, Georgia 4. He is putting the pieces together one step at a time. And this year promises to be our biggest year ever. And that's all I got for you. Thank you.
0: A, a little over 10 years ago, 12 years ago, how life point started was with a a, a group, a, an email group of of people who agreed to pray for this ministry. So, all that God has done, everything that we've seen, has been a result of those prayers. Uh, th- so, I, I want Kathy Max to come. Kathy directs our prayer ministry. So, you come up and share with what's what, what's on your heart.
2: This morning when I was doing my devotional, I turned back to yesterday's devotional, and it's in Isaiah 45, 1 through 7, and it's a vision for the new year, and Isaiah 45, 5 says, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. I will strengthen you, though you have not acknowledged me. God gives each of his children a special vision, a task he gives specifically to them. Katie Brazelton in Pathway to Purpose says that to have a vision is to know how God wants to use you in a powerful way to accomplish his will. It is to sense your God-given destiny and to see what remarkable humanly impossible task God has in mind for you it is to receive a taste of his multi dimensional strategy for you and to be aware of the kind of person that he would like you to become and the work that he would like for you to do for him try to find out what the personal task or vision is that God has planned for you pray that he will reveal it to you and that he will equip you to bring it to pass. If the Lord gives you a vision, he also promises to be with you and help you to fulfill it. All that he asks of you is your willingness. The only way you will be truly happy this year is if you rediscover your vision and with the strength of God to bring it to pass. As Dwayne said, LifePoint was birthed in prayer. Every ministry here that is represented today will be the best ever at LifePoint. The prayer ministry of 2019 will continue to bathe, cover the church and her people with intercessory prayer. And here's why. The prayer ministry covering includes all ministries of LifePoint. We as a prayer team pray every, for every minister, ministry, leader, and every person that comes through these doors for whatever purpose, whatever activity and ministry on this campus. We are asking God to send people from the north, south, east, and west and to meet the needs of our friends and family. The prayer opportunities that everyone here can be involved in and support. The ladies' ministry, the women's prayer group, the Hour of Power, joins together the first Thursday of every other month. The men, you have the opportunity to pray with a men's prayer group. Elevate is a congregational prayer that meets quarterly. Weekly prayer on Sundays covers the worship hour, Classes, and you, the congregation. Please include in your prayers these people and ministries on a daily basis. Pastor, lift him up daily. Children, teens, adult ministries, new life, thrive, men's, women's ministries, leaders that make decisions for our growth and well-being, worship leaders, evangelism, snowcaps, We just finished a series called the 40 Days of Prayer last month about praying in the manner of the Lord's Prayer as Jesus taught us in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. I am urging everyone to continue to seek God's face each day to develop a strong personal relationship with him and don't forget to put your armor on first thing. This will be the best ever year because we are going to defeat the strongholds in our lives and the lives of our loved ones that are held in captivity together as a body of one in prayer fasting and intercession can this be achieved my promise to you as a leader that i will be a stronger prayer warrior and a teacher of prayer if you have a passion for prayer and intercession please see me. And in your bulletin, printed up a prayer guide. And it's from Matthew 6. And it gives detail. Read that. Follow it if you can. But remember, start your day off with prayer. End your day with prayer pray throughout the day consistently. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Tracy and Justin Kimler is going to come and talk to us about thrive and our relatively new young adult ministry. So give it up for Tracy and Justin.
3: He's <laughs> So normally it's me and Joy. She's sick, so keep her in your prayers. Um, Thrive is, well, it's a clothing closet and a pet food pantry. We serve the community by providing clothing for those in need and pet food and cat litter and sometimes we help a little bit with vetting. <laughs> we um, we have resources outside of the church where we can connect them with other uh, places in the community that help with pet supplies and stuff like that, or pet low-cost pet stuff. So anyway. Um <laughs> We need, we have a need for volunteers. Um, we, want, we want to make 2019 our best year yet. And by doing that, we want to reach more people. And um, not, well, by doing what we have been doing, having an open house uh, once every three months, which is how often it is. Um, but we also want to go out into the communities and bring it to them because you know sometimes it's hard for them to get here. They may not have transportation um, or they've got to work on a Saturday or, or whatever. So we really that's we want to reach out to them in any and every way possible in order for that to for us to do that, we need volunteers. So this is our 2019 calendar. It is back there um, on the table. You can grab one. It's once a month couple hours a month i mean a couple hours it's 12:30 to 2 the second saturday of every month we have a sort of thon every three months we have an open house so a couple hours and if you can't attend you can take a bag or two home and sort it in your spare time and then bring it back when you're done we have a couple that do that i do that um we have lots of people that do that actually he does not <laughs> but he is a huge support to me and to Thrive um, he helps us set up he helps carry heavy heavy totes <laughs> you know and basically he has my back which is great um, our next and first open house is January 12th yes this Saturday there are some postcards back there um, in the little plastic thing on the wall Feel free to grab as many as you want and pass them out to anybody that you know that is in need. We want to reach more people. We want to reach as many people as possible and help as many people as possible. If you're interested in our open house, you can sign up on the back of your connection card. And, uh, well, I guess that's it for Thrive. Joy was supposed to be here.
4: my turn I um well me and her we used to help out with the youth and stuff like that and then we had another calling and we we connected with a lot of kids and when they graduated why does it always happen to me (laughs) when we when they graduated they're kind of don't really have anywhere to go they can stay with high schoolers and just help out with the youth which there's no problem with that or they can go to big church so we decided to make a small adult church (laughs) and a young adult church is class thing and um we uh we just want to we're here to teach on sunday nights help feed them in ways that they might not get anywhere else and then we're here to connect with them and then every everybody that comes in that class dang it <laughs> every, every, every day me and Tracy lift up everybody that's been in that door We pray for the ones that are coming, the ones that have been there, and the ones that are supposed to be there, and just for, dang it. <laughs> but that, that's our main thing is to reach out to young adults, and we're praying for people that have been there, and people that aren't, haven't been there, and people that are in line to come there. And we, ha- we have class, we, we're starting back up tonight, and, um, we're just we're doing a study right now on facing the giants, and uh, it's an awesome book. And it's just we just want to reach out to people. And I usually don't cry; I'm usually crazy. And uh, <laughs> and uh, but that's that's what we're here to do. We're here to reach out to the people to the ones that are usually forgotten about in the church because they're in college or working and don't really have a place to fit in. Because nothing against the older people, but they just they want somebody their age to click with. People with kids. Yeah. People with kids so their kids can get together and do stuff or people that just got out of school and they want somebody to hang out with school like Tracy and um. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just that's it in a nutshell. We're here for the younger generation and it's from graduating high school to thirty five ish. Yeah. And that's what we're here to do and if anybody if anybody's interested in the class, get with Tracy. And <laughs> no, you can get with me or Tracy, either one. And we'll help y'all out any way we can and just we're here we're here to help y'all and make it an awesome year and the best year ever. Six o'clock. <laughs> If
0: you've never been to a Thrive open house, I, I promise you it's uh, it, it's pretty incredible. The the thing that always sticks out to me is we have these folks that will show up to take clothes that you all threw away. And I, my job on at the open house is I kind of I kind of meander, and then I, I'll carry the bags to people's car, and you would not believe the gratitude. That these people show from, you know, us offering them clothes that literally all of us have donated and thrown away, stuff we didn't want to wear anymore, and they're so thrilled to get them. As far as the young adults thing, I'm, I'm really excited about this deal. Can, didn't you love the passion, as you saw? Yes. Um, and so Trace and I have been talking about the AIDS thing. whens it 18? Is it 30? Is it? 30, is it thir- so here's where we landed. If you identify as a young adult, is that that okay? If you identify as a young adult, then you belong there. That's it. So I will be there tonight. No, I won't. Awesome. Thank you, Tracy and Justin. Uh, Cindy Robertson is going to come and share with us about our children's ministry. Give it up for Cindy Robertson.
5: And I asked Laurie to help to pray for me not to cry while I was up here because whenever you feel really passionate about something, that's, that's what happens. I'm right, um, Cindy Robertson and Laurie Johnston, and I lead the children's ministries here at Life Point, along with a whole lot of other people who help throughout the year with all kinds of things that we need help with. And as I was trying to figure out what to say this morning, these three verses came to me. The first one's from Luke 18 16. Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. In this verse, Jesus was out and about his important work of teaching and preaching. And some people were trying to get their children close to him so that he could bless them. But the disciples thought that the children should be kept separated so Jesus could go about his important work that he was doing. The children were too young and were not to be included in Jesus' work. But the Bible tells us that Jesus rebuked the disciples and called the children to him. Because what a lot of people don't realize is children are a part of the important work that he's doing. His work really includes children, and they have an important role in the kingdom of God right here on earth. The next verse that I want to share with you is from Luke 18, 17. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And that verse comes right after the one that I just read to you. Jesus not only drew the children close to himself, he also used them as an example for how we should receive his word. So children are much more likely to accept Jesus as their Savior than adults are. And sometimes people think this is because children don't necessarily have the knowledge and know what, is going on around them and that is not true the reason children accept the savior is because their hearts are so much more open to the holy spirit and their hearts haven't been hardened the longer you spend time in this world the easier it is to have a hardened heart and anytime you sit in church and you hear something that you know that you should be listening to but you push it away that's you hardening your heart And as adults, we do that all the time. But children don't do that so much. They haven't really learned to do that yet. And so they are much easier to teach. They haven't built walls up yet. And I guess that's why I'm so passionate about children because if we would teach our kids and do right by them when they're young, we wouldn't have so many problems when they get older. (coughs) I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm so emotional this morning. (laughs) And the third verse, I think, is most important as far as teaching children goes, and that's Deuteronomy eleven nineteen, And God is referring to his word, and he says, teach his laws and his word to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. And this is one of the most vital for us to understand. It's basically saying that you should be teaching children his word in all parts of their life, not just when they come to church, but all day every day his word should be part of their lives and that way when they grow up his word never leaves them and they'll belong to him forever so god placed teaching and ministering to children on my heart honestly when i was still a kid myself and i guess that's why all these years later here i still am <coughs> bonnie keeps telling me i'm a snowcap, but <laughs> i'm not even though it has been that many years bonnie <laughs> So whether or not you work in children's ministry doesn't change its value, is still really important to God. And he knows how important it is that we teach children while they're young. So here at LifePoint, our main purpose is to support parents in teaching children the Bible and helping them grow closer to God because we're all about teaching children in a way that speaks to them. When Jesus pulled the children closer to them, he didn't stand up and start lecturing to them. He pulled them close and spoke to them at their own level. I don't know if you've noticed, but children don't listen for very long when people are lecturing them. <laughs> it doesn't work very well. So we strive to follow Jesus' example, and one way that we do this, we have a growth group for kids at 10 every Sunday. Belinda Hazel, it works with the children over there. At 10 o'clock, while we're having Sunday school here, growth group, sorry, Dwayne, <laughs> um, they, can't, they have growth groups also for kids over there there's also nursery with miss louise and even in the nursery really young children hear god's word and experience his love at 11 we offer kids church in the youth building and we focus on worship and helping children learn how to apply god's word to everyday life (coughs) and so we do a lot of different activities that allow movement and variety to speak to the kids where they are So every activity, lessons, games, crafts, music, everything we do points them to Jesus. We also have Cherub Church here at 11 o'clock, which is for preschoolers, and Marsha Mitchell coordinates all the volunteers and lessons for that. So even our youngest children are not just back there playing. They're learning more about Jesus and growing closer to him. It takes a lot of workers for all of these things to happen. So if you're interested in helping, you can feel free to talk to Laurie or me. We'd love to talk to you. And you may ask why 2019 promises to be the best year ever for your children here at LifePoint. And that's because God's here. And as long as we keep seeking him and he cares about children, and as long as we ask him and follow his will, all we do will succeed. Children's ministries here at LifePoint are not about how many programs and activities we offer. A lot of children, I'm sorry, a lot of churches and a lot of people get caught up in programs and always wanting to offer one more program and one more activity. But honestly, that's not what I'm all about, and that's really not what God's all about. What we are about is no matter how many children are here, whether there's one or ten or fifty kids here, we want to make sure that we're putting forth our best effort, show God's love to them, and teach them his plan of salvation, yes. and disciple every child that comes to us. Okay. <laughs>
0: You know, when she was reading those passages, I, I was asking myself, so is Jesus looking at the children and saying, you need to come be like these adults? Or was he looking at the adults and saying, you need to come be like these children? Uh, children's ministry is a big deal. So if you're interested in, in helping there, just on your connection card, see Tracy. Tracy, see. Do not see, Do not see Tracy. <laughs> Cindy and Lori. <laughs> um, we made we made some changes at the first of the year. Mikey has stepped away uh, from our youth ministry and is filling a new role. We're not really sure what we're going to call this role yet, <laughs> uh, but he's going to be in charge and in, in, in spearheading a new ministry called Growth Track, and he's going to tell you about Growth Track.
6: I'm the man with no name.
7: <laughs>
0: Growth Mikey? Track. What I said, Mikey.
6: Yeah no title no title excuse me (laughs) growth drag is going to be this new cool thing that we're going to be doing we're going to be doing it in the coffee shop during the growth group hour it's going to be small groups of people no more than probably six or seven people at the most it's going to be concerning our next steps here a lot of people whether you've been in church 40 years or you just starting out your next step is always such a big question it's what ministry do i need to go to What is my next step concerning something like baptism or membership that's some of our most checked things on the connection cards. is things like baptism and membership and how to do that and that's what GrowTrack's is really going to cover it's going to cover what your next step here is at life point whenever we start it's going to be talking about our spiritual goods it's going to be talking about our personalities it's going to be talking about how do we get closer to god how do we draw and strengthen ourselves and also lead and strengthen others it's going to be about How do I become the best servant of God in the long run? It's going to be able to. Or maybe you you don't feel comfortable going up to a ministry leader and saying, "Hey, I want to volunteer because you you did that once and it ended poorly, and you had to do everything." You know, it's it's sad when you go into a church and you're like, "I really want to help out," and they're like, "Cool, you're now the pastor of stacking chairs." It's like it's not what I meant. Or saying, "Hey, I really want to help out." Well, you'd be great in kids ministry. I don't do well with kids. Well, you know what? The Lord will teach you. And he doesn't. He doesn't. And Growth Track is about making sure you are in the most effective place possible. You know, I, I firmly believe that God's not going to put you into a ministry position that makes you miserable. And that's what we're going to say, because we want you to be happy in serving. We want you to be happy in growing. We want you to be connected to LifePoint. We want you to be happy about your next steps we want you to be looking forward to coming to grow track it's only going to be a four-week process there will be coffee <laughs> and breakfast and what what nobody else has offered you something that amazing <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying there's a keurig it's always on um we're probably going to start at the beginning of march probably going to take may off for some obvious reasons some of you figure that out and then it's going to be pretty much every month will be one track going on. We're going to have sign-up sheets coming up soon. I really want everybody, no matter how long you've been here, to come I- through and try it out, whether you're a ministry leader or you've not even volunteered at all yet. So that's what's going on. I'm really excited about it, and I hope you are too.
0: So, so just to make sure I heard you correctly, growth track is for brand-new people only.
6: No, 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 it's not.
0: Growth track is for folks who have just been here a little while. But no. Growth track is for who? Everyone. Everybody. So when you hear okay, I'm done with you now. Okay. So when you start seeing on the slide, when you start seeing in your in your bulletin about Growth Track, we want you to sign up, even if you've been here since day one. Because we want you let me let me kind of tell you what started this i got a connection card not too terribly long ago that said i want to join life point and i don't know how and i said that's a fail on us so we're going to make sure that never happens again so if you want to know about membership where do you go If you want to know about baptism where do you go if you want to know about uh serving in a it 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 thrive where do you go if you want to know how to find your spiritual gift where do you go so I want to encourage you all to be a part of Growth Track. All right, put your seatbelts on. Um, see, when I said that, he stood up. He knew who I was talking about. So with Mikey stepping out of uh, our, our youth minister role, Trent, who's just doing an awesome stuff at our church, uh, and is working hard to get his degree from the beloved Lee University. Mikey, too, by the way, is literally weeks away from his degree at Lee University. And all God's children said, finally. Yeah, all God's children said, finally. Uh, Trent's going to be stepping into our youth pastor role as of six days ago. And he also serves as our men's Bible study
8: kind of coordinator. So take it away, Mr. Trent Johnson. What's up, y'all? All right, I'm going to try to stick to the outline so I don't get to chattering too much. You know, I ramble. All right, so we started this men's ministry um, last year. We did two sessions, about six weeks apiece, one in the spring, and we did another one in the fall. Um, It was a learning experience, you know, something that that needed to happen, I feel like, you know, if the women are over here meeting, what does the Bible say about you know a man being the head of the household? I think it's the same thing for the body of Christ. Um, and you know, we, I've kind of learned a little bit about how to how to run things. And you know, we're gonna tweak some things this year. Um, last year we didn't really meet up too much outside of the um, outside of the Bible study. I think we've had, we we did one cookout in the spring and maybe one in the fall. I think we did a low country bowl at Dad's house. Um, back during the spring, but I want to see you know the the men of this church build camaraderie so it's it's a family not a bible study does that make sense um so my goal this this year is to double what the outings that we had last year because you know getting the name out you know get getting getting we call it the ministry m e n real corny but it is what it is the only way for people to find out about that because you know a lot of the guy you know a lot of men not hating on the women, men don't stay on Facebook twenty four seven. You know enough, like you know, I I've, I know I am, but I can guarantee you, you know, my grandfather is not going to be putting out ministry updates on Facebook and getting a hundred likes. You know what I mean? So we, I want to see us leave these walls and go out and do things, go on bowling trips, stuff like that, where you can spark up conversation with your community. That's when bowling. That's hope you like to bowl because we're gonna bowl this this. Uh, the spring alright so I'm glad Kathy said what she said about um, um, the prayer service over here and then the women meeting up to pray because you know how wrong is it if the women are meeting here to pray for like an hour solid and the men are sitting at the house so every time the women meet up to pray here I promise you that the men will be right across the parking lot praying um, and you know we, we may collaborate and pray together you know um, but prayer is definitely going to be a big push, um, this upcoming year. So let's see, I was going to talk about that. No, I'm not. Cause I'm running out of time. All right. Moving right along. Youth group. Um, you know, this is my first, uh, I guess you call it like a, a big role, um, at a church. A lot of y'all know some of my story. You know, last year was a big year for me personally. Got sober for over a year and was really, you know, refocusing um, back on my roots, you know, which is the church and being part of the body of Christ and my relationship with God needed to be renewed. Um, And I've learned a lot through that. Um, Especially, you know, being in school has literally forced me into the Bible, which, and that sounds bad, but it's true. Um, I don't think, you know, there's anybody in this room that's in the Bible enough. You know what I mean? So, you know, one thing that I got to thinking of um, was this, uh, was, you know, the, the suicide rate and the mass shootings and, you know, you, there's, if you go look at the statistics, you know, from the different studies, like at Oxford, you know, how many, how many, you know, young adults and students you walk up to and ask, say, do you have problems with anxiety or depression or thoughts of suicide and the the numbers are through the roof right now and i think as a church like this is our job you know where we 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 need to we need to hold these kids close to the chest right now and and nurture them um because in all reality their parents aren't doing it i'm not saying that all parents aren't obviously but as a whole society has changed a lot in the last 20 years you know there's 7th graders using cocaine like there's there there's hard drugs moving through the schools um pornography sex before marriage you know it's it's on the rise in middle schools like very young ages and it's crazy and you know the the, the, those are things that that, you know it's a battle every single day um as a student who's you know trying to live a life for christ because they're encountering these problems every single day at school so we're at war and you know we 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 need to build soldiers and we're going to do it over there in that building this year um but that being said um you know that uh, I, I wanted to. Um, you know, we wanted to start fresh this year. Dwayne told me we we're going to build from the ground up. So we gave it. A, it was a riot. Now we're going to call it uplift because that's what I want to do. You know, there's too much negativity out there right now. I want to. I want to uplift. You know, uplift in the name of Christ. So we can uplift each other. Um, Philippians four six through seven says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension." Will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, you know, be anxious about nothing and pray about everything. I mean, I'm that's I don't know what else to tell you. Be anxious about nothing and pray about everything because I've wasted a lot of time being anxious myself. Um, even overtaking over this role and it's forced me into prayer and it, you know, it that's that's the message that 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 we're going to portray to these kids. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of a lot of students show up and they get dropped off on a Wednesday um, by parents that don't go to church. It's, you know, it can be used as babysitting services at some church, you know. My old youth group was like that. We had kids that, they didn't go on Sunday mornings, their parents just dropped them off on Wednesday so they could go do whatever they want, and you, you, you know, we're going to get kids like that because we are going to grow, because we don't have a huge student body right now, but. Um I don't use ifs and buts cuz if and butts were candy and nuts every day would be Christmas. You like that? <laughs> but seriously, no, we are going to grow this year. Um you know, there's I I I believe that that there's a reason um God allowed me and ordained me to 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 walk through some through some dark um struggles, I guess over the last, you know, 5 years or so through my time in the military and coming out and fighting, um, you know, those alcoholic tendencies that I had that he delivered me from all that. And I believe that, that, you know, if we're, if I'm going to step into a battleground where, you know, I'm fighting these hardcore things, you know, I felt like God, God's going to try to use my story. So if y'all want to pray for anything, please pray, pray for me that, that that I can keep a humble, humble attitude and a level head because that's another thing that, you know, I've witnessed before growing up leaders, um I like that word leader. And um if y'all want to pray for anything, just pray pray that pray that I can stay humble and uh bring your kids to church on Wednesdays. Seven o'clock. Bring your kids to church on Wednesdays at seven. Um and by the way, going to Winter Jam in March. If you want to pass that along to your kids, if you you know, tell them to tell their friends at school, if you got grandkids, winter jam, March 16th. Um, you can link up with me, and I will get you the information. Dwayne's approaching, which means I gotta go.
0: <laughs> we were in the we were in the prayer room with with everybody, and and uh, Trent said, "Oh, it's just gonna take me a couple minutes," and everybody laughed because <laughs> we knew we knew. Um, uh, we're getting close on time, but I have to say this as Donna walks up here. Um, I've been around the church for a long time, and I've seen a lot of pastoral couples. And, and I'll just tell you, uh, pastors come and go, but there are very few women in the kingdom of God like Donna Leib. So I'm excited about what's going on in her.
9: <laughs> Me too. <laughs>
0: But you still only have seven minutes.
9: I'm going to do my best, man, because I'm just excited about what God has for this year. Um, you know, um, our women's ministries, and I'm not saying this to pat me on the back, and I've said this before, but I, I really, truly believe our women's ministry is one of our most successful ministries here at this church. Um, like I said, it's not because of me, because it's because of the anointing of the Lord Um Great team leaders. Man, we have such strong women that support me in this place. You guys, they're just amazing. And um, and then I've been blessed with such a wonderful friend and Kelly Johnson, and she has just kind of taken over our discipleship initiative. And if you guys, you guys who know or know how awesome she is in putting together our Bible studies and our book studies, and we're excited about um, how God's going to use that um, this year. Um One of the amazing things that we do, and, and Kathy alluded to this, and, and uh, Trent said something about it, is we have, every. we actually, the first year started out every month, we had an hour, our hour of power, which is the first Thursday of every month. Now it's the first Thursday of every other month. We come together just for an hour in here, and we, we talk to the Lord, and we pray for the church, and we pray for individual needs. And one of the prayers that we prayed it's for God to raise up a men's ministry and for God to lay in our men's hearts to have a time of prayer. So when Trent put together the men's ministry last year and now they're talking about prayer this year, that's one of our prayers answered. And we've seen other prayers answered in this place just from our, and sometimes, one time it was just me, but I said we'll open it up if it's just me. And sometimes it's just two of us and sometimes it's 10 of us. But whatever it is, we come together and we pray and we lift up needs before the Lord. And we've seen God do amazing things through that. So we're going to continue that this year, starting in February. Every other month, the first Thursday of the month, we're going to meet here for an hour. We're going to worship and we're going to pray. I want to encourage you, ladies. I know sometimes it's hard on on a weeknight to do that when you've worked all day. But I'm telling you, you will be refreshed, you'll be renewed, and you will be encouraged if you'll come in and plug into that the first Thursday, starting in February, every other month. So I hope you'll come and be a part of that. Um, this year um, I'm looking for greater spiritual uh, growth uh, and greater numerical growth in our women's ministries. I'm I, I'm expecting God to do great things in our women. I know j- just the time that I've talked to Kelly, we're on the same page. God just always puts us on the pa- same page. We want to see more discipling of our older women into our younger women. We want to see pouring into each other and, and and lifting each other up so we can see spiritual growth. And I'm excited to see, because we've already seen it this year, God do amazing thing and things in growing women's lives. And I'm looking for even greater things this year year so so man if you're if you're a woman in this church and you haven't plugged into our women's ministry you do not know what you are missing out on you need to plug in because as women we need the support and we need the connection come and be a part of it this month on the 19th saturday the 19th we're going to meet at the ihop in monroe and we're going to tell you about all the great things that are coming this year come and eat some pancakes or whatever's on your fast list Because we do have some healthy options. And come find out what God's going to be doing this year. We're going to have some new team leaders. We're going to have some old team leaders. We're going to have just some good things in store this this year. And Kelly will be able to uh, share um, about some of her, what God's leading her as far as our books and Bible studies we're going to have. So, so, so plug in. I'm looking for this to be our best year ever in our women's ministries. I'm so excited about it. The other ministry that I'm a part of that, that I, that I kind of oversee is our worship ministry. And worship is my passion, and you guys know that. I love it. I love the Lord. and I love lifting up his name. And I, I have probably since I was a little bitty kid. Uh, I mean, I've just always been a part of that, and I love it, and it's my passion. And, you know, God is really blessed for a church our side, blessed us with amazing talent, Man, I, the serve with these guys up here and these girls up here is such a blessing to me. They are they. The Lord uses them, and I have seen them grow and, and just become amazing worship leaders. And so, I'm expecting God to do even greater things uh, and even greater anointing on this stage this year. For uh, for each and every person that comes on this stage, for each member to become a more involved, more anointed worship leader. Man, I'll come out here, you know me, I'll jump out here and I'll do it. I'll just speak it and say it and whatever god's put on my heart man i'm expecting god to do that in some of these guys on this stage that they're going to be speaking words of the lord and words of encouragement to you and worship that's what i'm looking for this year a greater anointing for god to do greater things um, and even to add to the group we have man i know we don't have a lot of space but man i'm looking for more musicians and more anointed singers and god to use us in an amazing way and people are going to say hey you know that little church down behind the uh Dollar General, you ought to hear their worship team. Not just because they sound so great, but because they are so anointed, man, and they bring the word of the Lord in song. That's the one I want people to to say about this group. And man, I'm gonna tell you this, and this may seem silly to you guys. Some of you have heard the story about when I started playing this piano. You know, Dwayne, when we first planned to the church, he brought this keyboard home, and I was really excited, and I said, Oh, cool, keyboard, who's gonna play it? And he was like, You are. And I was like, Oh, okay, because I took piano when I was younger but I didn't play for a very long time and but he said we told God we'd offer the best we have and right now you're the best we got so you're going to play the piano and and I've been doing it ever since. And you know what I love it, I enjoy it. But my passion and because we have such a great group of musicians now, you'll see I can't contain myself sometimes. I just have to jump out here and say what God's put on my house, on my heart. And I love to I just I can't be still sometimes because the Holy Spirit that just bubbles up in me I just want to stand up and raise my hands and take it off the keyboard and worship and I want to be able to do that so I'm praying this year and you guys pray with me and you may think I'm nuts like I said I'm praying for God to send us a keyboard player that's better than I am and so I can get my hands off of this keyboard and come out here and be the worship leader that I know God has put on my heart to be so I would ask you to join in that greater anointing more musicians more singers Keyboard player for our women's ministry and our and our worship ministry. I truly believe in my heart that this is going to be our best year ever. I truly do, and I'll tell you. You know, it's funny. Several of us come up here and we get a little choked up because Cindy said it well. One of it's because we are so passionate, but the other thing is, the Holy Spirit is in this place and He is drawing us to Him because He wants us to prepare ourselves for the best year ever. And he wants all of us to get on board and get excited about what God's going to do. Man, can you do that with me? And expect with me that God's going to do something amazing. I'm so excited.
0: I just wish she'd come out of her shell. Yes, I do. One of the most exciting ministries that we have, I believe, is our ministry to our snowcaps. And, oh yeah, I forgot. (laughs) I forgot who was coming up. Hang on. Thank you. Come on up. Uh, So I'm going to let Bonnie talk to you about our snowcaps. You're so welcome. Thank you.
4: That should be good.
10: Hello, y'all. I can't make this thing work. For me. <laughs> there, I did. All you had to do is walk up here. <laughs> you know, it only seemed like just a few days ago that we were doing this. And Cindy, I, I was sitting there listening to you, and I want to tell you something that about 58, 59 years ago. I was one of the little children that God said, come unto me. And now, here I am just a few days later. (laughs) And I'm telling you, that's the way I feel. I've sat there and I've listened to everybody. And it's funny, everybody keeps saying the same verses that I've been drawn to. I've had a hard time with this this time. And uh, the first thing that came across was be anxious for nothing, be anxious for nothing, be anxious for nothing. But in everything in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. With thanksgiving, thank you, Lord, for what's going on in my life because I know that you're more than able. You're more than able to meet whatever it is, right. whether I'm leading the snow caps, whether Cindy's leading her children, whether Trent's doing the youth. And, and Mikey, I was thinking, I, I know y'all ain't going to believe this, but I was thinking, you know, I'm going to be one of the first ones to sign up for his group track. You know why? Because I'm going to give him fits. I'm going <laughs> to ask him so many questions. <laughs> I'm going to help him so That's that right he'll right. grow That's in right. his growth track. Says, Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Now, what I'm fixing to read you is the way that we at Life Point Community Church is going to have our very best year ever. And when I say Life Point Community Church, there's a bunch of my, my snow caps. It's a big old group <laughs> of this Life Point Community Church. John 15 and 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. Now the reason I'm reading this is because when we talk about fruit a lot of times, we're all talking about, I, I did as a kid. I thought, bearing fruit, you got to go out and you got to go door to door and knock. Mm-hmm. And you got to talk to people that you don't have a clue who they are. Well you know what? This year the snow caps, my vision for the snow caps is they're not they may not be going out door to door, but what we're gonna do is Trent and Justin if he needs us, he probably won't. <laughs> and Cindy. Trent and Cindy, I want them, I'm asking them to give me a list of all of the children, their birthdays and their addresses. And our snowcaps are going to be ministering to these children. I want them, I want our snowcaps to be willing to volunteer to send them birthday cards. I want them to send them Christmas cards. And I don't care if you feel like you want to give them a little gift just because you love them. I want us to be ministers to the children in this church because you know what, you guys, snowcaps, I ain't planning on hanging around here for 50 years. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm going home. And I hope all my snowcaps, now you, I'm going home. But when I go home, Trent's group, Cindy's group, all Justin's group, all of these people, oh, I didn't write this down, y'all. All of these little kids are supposed to be coming up. They got to come up. They got to be new snowcaps. They got to help. They got to lead their generation. We can't let the generation go. We got to minister to them. And I believe that we as snowcaps have to be this. And I just, I'm excited. I think that this church, this is our best year ever. But because it's the best year ever, is because of what we put into it. Right. And, y'all, we got to put it in. That's we right. can't say, God, I'm expecting you to give us our best year ever. Oh, yeah, I am. But you know what? It's your ain't cause I'm going to sit on this pew or you're going to sit on that pew. It's going to be because you're going to put some action right. to your words. Right. So my vision for the snow caps is we're going to bust out from just going and eating. And, by the way, we're going to go eat once a month And we're going to enjoy ourselves. (laughs) And if there's any of you wannabes who want to come and join us, you're welcome too. But I want us to mentor our children and mentor our youth. And we're going to continue donating to our pregnancy center. And I love all of you. And if you know anybody 50 years and older, you please tell them they're more than welcome to come to LifePoint Community Church. And you just sick me on them, and I'll go get them. <laughs> I love you very much.
0: Thank you, Bonnie. Wow, I can think of no better way to conclude this service. Um, and ushers, you guys go ahead and get ready. Um, we started something last year that we're going to continue this year. It's the first Sunday of every month we're going to participate in the Lord's Supper. Because what, what all this is about, all, this, all that you've heard today has a common denominator. Yes. And it's this. A little over 2,000 years ago, God sent his only son into this world. And he lived and he taught us how to live. And he suffered and he bled and he died. But this story didn't end there. He's quite alive. And what all the common denominator is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That Jesus is still alive and he still saves. And he's got to work and he's got a plan. And 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 the Jesus life is the only life. And man, don't we want to just bust that message out from the four walls of this building? And and if we do that through children or youth or young adults or snowcaps or at new life, and man, if you guys aren't if you guys know somebody struggling with addiction, you get their fannies here on Tuesday night. I can say fanny if I want to get them here. So today we're going to we're going to receive the Lord's Supper and we're going to celebrate and remember the good things and the goodness of God and the great things he's done. So ushers going to serve you and uh, Donna's going to play. Thank you, Lord.
7: i Name it is the name of Jesus.
0: Have y'all been, been served? I don't think everybody's been served. Bible says on the night he was betrayed, that Jesus took the bread, and he broke it, and he said, this is my body that's broken for you. Aren't you thankful for the broken body of the Lord Jesus today? And he told his disciples, and is telling us today, take and eat and remember my broken body broken for you. says after he broke the bread he took a cup and he said this cup is my blood and it represents a new covenant and I'm pouring out my blood for the remission of sin so today we can enjoy forgiveness and freedom and mercy and grace not because we're good but because Jesus was very good and shed his blood for us and so when we take a drink today we remember the shed blood of the Lord Jesus you just take a moment and in your own way just thank the Lord for his broken body and his shed blood oh we love you Lord we love you Jesus I thank you for your broken body and your shed blood Right now would be a great time. As in this moment of worship. Man, let's start 2019 with the right, the right perspective. Maybe there's something you need to repent of this, this morning. There, maybe there's something that you need to leave at the cross of Christ today. I can think of no better time than right now for you to just offer Christ all of the stuff, all of the baggage, all of the sin. Father wash us clean the blood of your Son. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. What a good God Thank, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want if you just offer the Lord an ovation of praise for his shed blood, broken body. Thank you, Lord. You go, uh, huh? I got you. Uh, I, I neglected earlier to talk to you about your connection card. We want everybody that will to fill out that connection card. Just give us as much information as you feel comfortable with. Uh, if you're going to join us on our fast, make sure you check that on the back. Any information you need, let us know in that connection card. Any prayer request you have, let us know in that connection card. Our ushers are preparing to serve you. And receive our morning tithes and offering. And uh, so we're going to let them do that.